1: Yeah, welcome to another episode of the Functional Sports Holics. We call, like to call it the Sports Talk Revolution. We are proud partners of Underdog Media. You can also find us on Podcast One. You are listening, as usual, to Sean Ryan and Sam Van Dam is back from vacation. How you doing, Sam?
0: Man, it has been a grind. As I just got done telling you off air, uh-huh. <laughs> that 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 jolt back into uh, regular life is uh is is a
1: tough one you know it it sucks when you when you take a work vacation because it's always brutal coming back um that week coming back because you have stuff waiting for you i wish there was a way that you could get the brutal week out of the way the week before you go on vacation so you can have a little bit more of a just like an acclimation or a breathing period when you get back but it just never works out that way does it
0: yeah and i I I usually like try to take a day off in between like you know Getting back, you know, from traveling and then starting work, so you can do the laundry, you can do the grocery run because you don't have any food because you haven't been there for a Mm -hmm. week or so. And um, I I didn't do that this time, and it's it's really been kicking my butt. And now I'm, (laughs) you know, uh, I have to work this weekend too, so I'm going to be working like 14 days straight. So it's just been, you know, bad planning on my part.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, if for um, I did this when I traveled a lot for work um, earlier in my career, I would always um, travel and I'd always pick the flight at like six in the morning on a Monday every time. And then every time on Sunday night, I'm like, "Why did I do that?" Because then I'm all stressed on Sunday night, and then I I get like three hours of sleep. I'm like, "Why in the world do I do?" And I did it every single time. So it's like, you know better, but then, like, once you're in it, you're like, why didn't I do that? But whatever. Right, um, right.
0: I mean, there's there's pluses and cons to yeah. switching it all around, but whatever.
1: Yeah, well, we're about three months away from our guy's trip, um, going to Asheville, North Carolina, doing some hiking there, I believe. So that should be interesting. That'll, that'll be a good one. Do some thrifting. Do a little bit of <laughs> thrifting. Brewery hopping. Yeah, it'll be uh, that'll be an interesting trip. We'll see. I actually I to, I've told you about this, but I had to go to an ortho um, yesterday for my uh, continuing issue with my leg, and it looks like I have a stress fracture, so I'm gonna have to go to some physical therapy. So hopefully, I'm right as rain when it's time to uh, to go on our annual hiking adventure. But uh, you know, we'll see. Better get that right. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll tough it out even if it's not. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll grit it. I'll grit it out. Truly. <laughs> get grit. a little ice, yeah, a little ice on that thing. Yeah. Um, so, in today's episode, we're still not getting into the NFL. I think we're, you know, we'll see what happens next week. Um, we're in that weird period. Um, but, you know, thankfully, we still have a lot of NBA stuff to talk about, especially since you were out last week. We didn't even get to talk about um, Kawhi to the Clippers. Um, so I want to talk um you know about that of course we had the big uh, Russell Wilson trade uh, Russell Westbrook trade I always get those two confused <laughs> in the names but not in the not my brain Russell Westbrook trade um, which kind of surprised me uh, you know <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about legacy with LeBron the the episode I don't know how long this is uh this is going to be I think this is designed to be you know 20 thirty minute but uh, you know you never know how these conversations are gonna go sideways with uh, with me and mr van Dam here so but let's let's just start it um. Well, you know what? Let's start with the most recent news because that's the most exciting—the Russell Westbrook stuff. Um, Look, you know, we had heard rumors for a while that he was going to get traded, go to Miami. Um, You know, basically after Paul George uh, got his way to Los Angeles, which again we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, You know, the 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 conventional wisdom was that Westbrook was going to go to Miami. He ends up going to Houston, and. I just don't understand. Look, I understand why they traded Westbrook. I've been saying they should have traded him for like 13 years now, but um, I just don't understand why why they send him to Houston and take back Paul, um, uh, Chris Paul, and the contract. I know they're going to try to move him, but they really effectively only got two first round picks in a in a piece that I think is a little going to be a little bit harder to trade than. Then I think maybe Oklahoma City is, is you know, caring to admit at this point. But, I mean, high level, Sam, what do you think about this trade?
0: High level, you had to shake it up. I mean, I yeah, I think the, uh, the Paul George thing uh, kind of shook everybody. No one really saw that coming, um, especially, you know, when, well, it was it, last summer he re signed there. Yeah. Um, and, i don't think anyone really saw this coming they obviously are now in a totally different um oklahoma city is now in a different space you know they're in a total rebuilding thing and i think they tried to tried to do what they can do to do right by russ who you know we don't like as a player but you know as far as a professional and um somebody in that community he's uh you know he's been really really good to that organization so i think they tried to do what's best for them and you know they did get off a um, a, a crappy um crappy contract um they did take chris paul's crappy contract but i really do think they're going to flip that um and i i know miami is a is a potential and they're you know they have stacked a ton of draft picks so as far as like a total rehaul they're they look like they're doing a good job of, you know, not trying to call it anything but what it, what it actually is. And, and they are loading themselves up for a for a future run here.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Draft picks. And if you're going to get – you're not going to get value for value for somebody like Westbrook, especially at this stage of his career. And as we've talked about on this podcast before, I've always been of the mindset that Oklahoma City erred. Um, you know, they should have talked to a sports psychologist or something. They, they erred. They should have traded Westbrook. Um, when they made the decision to trade Harden. And they should have stuck Harden with Durant because I think the personalities meshed better. Um, and I think they're both two kind of what I would, at that stage in the career, were both what I would call team basketball players if they'll defer. But Harden would have deferred to Durant back then as he did. I mean, who knows how things would have shaken out you know, as Harden emerged. But I just felt like, and then also Oklahoma City would have gotten more in return for Westbrook at that point. But you know, they didn't do it, and it is what it is. What's interesting is if you look historically... Uh, basically Oklahoma City has given um Harden and Westbrook you know two basically mvp talents um to Houston for what amounts to not that much um you know Oklahoma City is basically the minor leagues for Houston is is kind of how i look at this over the last decade uh, it's just an, an interesting move to me and then you you'd mentioned so um Chris Paul of course they're going to try to flip Chris Paul i mean it makes no sense for Chris Paul to be on this roster um given that it's a rebuild but I just I don't know who's going to who's going to take him I mean it's like 34 million a year and he's old so I mean I don't understand why Miami would take him I would understand why you know I don't know like um and and cap aside because I know there are salary cap ramifications. I could understand what how uh like the Lakers would make sense to you know yeah. to put them on that team. I could see how maybe the nets would make sense um uh, you know pair him with Kyrie and Durant um but Miami, like why would Miami make that move from your perspective?
0: I think Miami would make that move just to get back in the relevancy of the Eastern Conference again. I mean, Pat Riley's getting older. You know, he's kind of – he's made some bad deals recently with shipping, like, future, you know, 2022, 2024, you know, first-round picks. I think he just doesn't care because he probably won't (laughs) be around at that point. Um, So I think he wants one more push, and, you know, they did make the move for Jimmy Butler. They have some good young talent. Um in the East is still weak, so you know you could put you propel yourself into a top six team in the East if you, you know, and, yeah. and Chris Paul. Chris Paul is you know never um, played on the East, you know, Eastern Conference. Um, he's obviously going to have a big chip on his shoulder, um, and it is a ton of money. But you know the way these teams have money now, you know, you, we, I think we get stuck into looking at what it is, but you know. If you, if you took these, you know, it's all in comparison to what the league makes now.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like so, quarter it's like quarterback money in the NFL. It's like the teams have it budgeted right. so they can spend it.
0: Right. So, yeah, it's a lot compared to, you know, I think we think of, you know, 2001 contracts and, you know, it's, you know, 2019. And we hear some of these numbers and we're like, yeah, but the, it's just totally different now. Um, so, yeah. You know, um, but it obviously wasn't going to work in um, Houston, and it was either going to be Paul or Harden. They obviously don't get along.
1: And what do you know? Uh, do you have any idea what happened there? Um, in that relationship, I think relationship?
0: Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul is really tough to play with, man. Really, like, he just seems to be a really everywhere he's gone. He, his teammates, you know, have usually had issues with him. He had a lot of issues with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, and. All pretty much everybody in the Clippers organization, um, and then has come here and has had you know had issues with, with with their obviously MVP that they're not going to move um, and. You know, I don't know if this makes Houston better either, um, because now you have another chucker with a chucker, and I know they're, you know, more friends, but you know, we'll see how that plays out. Because friends,
1: friends know. for now, and and, and I think right, what yeah. we, we we always criticize like uh, Westbrook, and I don't think either one of us ever criticize his his talent or his ability, but it's his end of game decision making that always gets me. Um, and it has always riled me up. Back in his early days, it's like when you're taking shots away from the leader. And, you know, I think it's almost like a little bit of an alpha dog situation. I think that's what kind of did the Durant and Westbrook relationship in. And that's why I thought psychologically, you know, Oklahoma City made the wrong move when they traded Harden back then. But now, right. it's gonna to me, it's going to be a similar situation. And I think, you know, I, I just envision... The same thing we saw at the end of the Oklahoma City stuff where they're going to have joint press conferences with Harden and Westbrook and they're going to keep saying they're fine, but I think they're privately, Harden's going to get frustrated because he's going to have crunch time shots taken away from him. And,, um, you know, you being an ex point guard, um, you know, who played collegiately and everything, I know that, you know you you have a certain style of basketball you like, And I think we both agree that the point guard is usually more the facilitator. So at the end of the game, you know, when, when you need a bucket to, to watch a point guard, even as athletic as, as Russell Wilson is kind of drive down the lane and take what I would call an out of, you know, out of control shot which he does quite a bit, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, it drives me crazy. And I think it's going to drive Harden crazy, too, to not even get his hands on the ball in those key possessions. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's it going career. to
0: happen. He's, yeah, he's not going to change, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to keep doing it. He's a one-trick pony. Um, I think he's gotten better um about you know certain instances and sharing the ball but you know he's also not going to have the rebound numbers because he's not going to have stephen adams letting him get five extra rebounds a game um as as he did you know (laughs) stephen adams would go up for a rebound see russ there and put his hands down um but it worked out for stephen adams because he got a hundred million dollar (laughs) contract so i think that was a
1: I'll put my you know, hands down for a $100 million contract. Exactly. I'll let you
0: grab five more over me anytime you want. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. But, you know, I mean, with the Warriors not as strong as they are, I mean, obviously the Lakers got better on paper. Um, Houston, I think, is just like, this is our time. We don't care. I mean, Russ is going to be making damn near $50 million in the last year of his deal. Um, so... I don't think they care at this point either. I think it's just hey, let's try to get one, you know, while we got this core.
1: Yeah, I don't know that Houston could have done any better um, with the uh, with the you know the infighting obviously between those two to to actually upgrade on Chris. I I would call it an upgrade. Um, You know, the the shame of it is, I think Houston actually would have been absolutely the favorite if Chris Paul and Harden could have just gotten their shit together. Uh, right. I, I mean,
0: I think so, too. But obviously it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't, I'm i thinking that that was coming from Harden's camp. Like, get him out of here.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, some of these guys just can't can't make it work, man. It's the same way. You know, why, Uh. you know, um, was it uh, Paul and uh, <laughs> Paul and John couldn't get along? You know, oh yeah, right, yeah, Get you together, know right. sometimes you're like, yeah, you have these great, great tandems that you know maybe you just need to work together and some people just can't can't do it at that time in their life,
1: yeah, it's so, uh that's a know, shame it's crazy, man. it's a shame, um, yeah, it's crazy. Summer action is heating up in the beginning of July with a lot of excitement in the MLB, Women's World Cup, as we just saw, UFC, MLS soccer, and much more. There is only one place that has you covered and one place you can trust. It's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code. It's PODCAST1 for your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, look, that Women's World Cup was actually pretty good. The USA actually dominated defensively. They won their uh, their finals. I think I, I mentioned last week, but my brother was there. It's pretty cool. And we have the MLB. That All-Star game was awesome. The uh, The Home Run Derby was awesome. And I can't believe you know the second half is almost here. I think that's going to be great as well. Don't sit on the sidelines. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo promo code PODCAST1, or you can text BETNOW to the number 238669 to receive a 50% welcome bonus. Again, that's bet now to the number 238669 to get started with your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Hey, it's Adam Carolla letting you know about my newest podcast, Going Racing. Me and
0: Matt, the motorator, Deandria, that is. We'll uh, highlight the fastest cars. We'll talk about the best races and the best celebrities in motorsports. Subscribe now at
1: Podcast One. What else was I going to say? I think I was done, kind of done with Houston. Um, you know, the, what, what I do like about all of this, I mean, this what I would call maybe one of the most wild off-seasons, probably the most wild off-season, I can't remember in, in NBA history. Um, what I do like about this is the Western Conference now, I think, is wide open again. And it hasn't been. And I think actually the whole NBA is wide open. At this point, Mm -hmm. you know, I would have to say I would have to say Milwaukee is probably my my favorite in the east at this point, just because they're relatively intact. Um, But, you know, Western Conference, uh, let's I guess let's swing it to Kawhi going to the Clippers because we didn't get a chance to talk about that last week. I mean, big. I guess big surprise. Not a surprise that Kawhi went to L.A., but you know, I think all the rumors were that he was going to land with LeBron um, and Davis. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen, and then ends up, I guess, calling Paul George and and recruiting him, and and somehow Paul George gets his way. I mean, that was like smooth as butter. I mean, it it all happened in like a night, and um, like, like, I mean, what did you think when you heard that news? It's like, holy, holy crap! How did that happen? That's what I thought.
0: Well, first off, I was in an area with like no cell reception, you know, for a few days. So mm-hmm. I I it, that actually all happened um, the day I was like getting back to civilization. Um and I I I couldn't keep up. I was like and Paul George? Yeah. Okay, you know, and it and he dogged the Lakers and <laughs> was, like, there was all these, like, stories about how he was, like, trying to move his meeting with the Lakers because he was meeting with Paul George and they wanted to meet at the same place. And he was, like, you know, it was all this, like, you know, backdoor stuff. And Mm. Kawhi is an assassin.
1: I love that guy. I mean,
0: we've we've never seen a guy win a championship with a team that he was traded to and then just leave. (laughs) You know, I think anybody else would just do, like, what they think they should do and be like all right well we should try to run it back especially with the eastern conference being what it is and the warriors being down you know let's try to run it back he's like nope i really want to live in la yeah and i don't and i don't want to go play for the purple and gold where people were already drawing murals of him wearing lakers uniform um He's like, yeah, i go play for the Clippers and Steve Ballmer and Doc Rivers
1: I all like those guys. I absolutely would not have wanted to go to L.A. Um, I think that was absolutely the right decision for him to not go there. If he <laughs> wanted to play in L.A., I absolutely would have gone to the Clippers. They're a more stable organization now. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, given the, the management situation, you got the Rob Lowe lookalike in Palenka. He just seems like... You know, basically, he seems almost like if Drew Rosenhaus are running a team, um, he just seems like a plastic. And, and and I shouldn't even say that. I think Drew Rosenhaus would do a better job. I think Palinka is just just. Look, I'm sorry, Lakers fans, and I think Lakers fans know this. I he, he, I, does, I just don't see it. I just don't see it working out. You know, Jenny Buss, I, I think she means well. Obviously, the team is very important to her, but, hey, Dan Snyder, um, the Redskins are very important to Dan Snyder, and he can't get it together. So it's tough. I think the Lakers are going to have a tough time. Um, uh, I just don't see it, but you know, getting back to um, Kawhi, I just cannot believe in this whole thing. I cannot believe Paul George is just like, "Hey, trade me to the Clippers," and they made it happen. I just well, can't believe I it. I
0: think I think Paul George is much more hurt than we than we know. Um, oh, really? He's got a whole bunch of labrum and rotator cuff issue that I think. Um, labrum is it,
1: is it shoulder or is it hip labrum? Shoulder, shoulder.
0: Okay. Um, I think. He, Oklahoma City was very happy to get out of
1: that contract. Really and get back interesting. They
0: got for him, yeah.
1: And what did they end up getting back? I, I saw it and I forgot about it. Do you remember? Well, they got
0: they got Shea Shea Alexander, um, who's a really good young young player, um, and they got a ton of they got I think two or three picks. Yeah. Um, and they got some other piece too. I don't remember, but <laughs> just to get off that Paul George contract, especially I think they know like this isn't working. You yeah, know,
1: it wasn't going to work. You're right.
0: It's not going to work with this group. It's not going to work with you know these players. Um, we've been at this for a while now. Um, let's try to get some young talent and build for the future. And and Sam Presti's done a good job of doing that.
1: Yeah, and and you made a, um. Well, let me let me talk about that first. So the Oklahoma City this the the draft picks they're compiling, it seems to me like they're going to end up getting a bunch of like picks in the twenties you know and, and the mm-hmm. and, and so it's almost like they're gonna have to draft a bunch of guys like a bunch of Europeans from like Lithuania and um you know uh, you know and and they have volume and and I say this in mm-hmm. the n f l you know a lot of people miss on draft picks. Uh, in the NFL, it's about volume. That's why the Patriots and the Ravens are generally so relevant because they they take advantage of the compensatory picks and they accumulate draft right. picks. Um, you know, Oklahoma City. I think there's something to be said about accumulating draft picks, but you need early draft picks. So
0: well, well, he's from the Spurs organization. I oh, think, okay, you know, okay. and they Fair have enough. drafted. They have drafted pretty well um so I think you you move those more just so maybe you can use some those for trade pieces you right. know and he's gotten a bunch of expiring contracts and all that stuff so you 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 try to you try to go through that and they oh and they got a uh, galinari from
1: mm-hmm. that helps.
0: from the clippers so that helps you know and yep. if Chris Paul was gonna play with this team I don't think they would be terrible um they're gonna be young um, and could use a veteran leadership, but I don't think at this point in his career that's what he signed up for.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Even though he'll be paid very handsomely. Sure. <laughs> I know he's not taking a buyout, and you better get every – bit of money that you can from that ridiculous contract
1: yeah Um, let's talk a little bit about the Lakers so the um, they didn't get uh, Kawhi their backup plan I guess was to sign Cousins Uh, they have Green Uh, you know they're filling out the roster Um, Mm -hmm. they brought Rondo back uh, you know, I, 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 there was talk about LeBron was going to play point guard, but then um, their, their coach came out and said, well, nothing's really been ex- decided yet, but he's going to, of course, be a primary ball handler. I mean, what do you think about the Lakers and the composition of this roster? I have questions about it, but what do you think is the basketball dude?
0: I have questions, but they're a lot better than they were last year, and I think they're a lot better than not having Magic Johnson there. Um, they, they've actually filled out this roster quite well i think so for what they had after they gave up all those pieces for anthony davis mm-hmm. they gave up a haul they did and they really only had five players under contract after that um they were able to get you know danny green who's you know proven to be a really good nba player and knockdown three-point shooter um demarcus cousins already looks like he's lost 25 pounds since the finals he's got a chip on his shoulder he's ready to play um, Rondo's a good a good guard to have. Um, the, who else did they grab? They grab Avery Bradley. Um, they've gotten a nice veteran team, which they didn't have last year. They may be too veteran, but at least they have a bench and they have some guys that they can go to um, compared to what they had last year. Um, and with the West being wide open, I, th- I think this is you know about as good a good a chance lebron's gonna have here in la and they you know um i there's some things i think palinka's done wrong but i don't know how much of that is you know was the was the stuff with magic um because in the past few weeks i think with what was available he's he's done pretty well
1: yeah um you know, I just my, – my big my big question, and we talked about this when the trade happened, is you're putting a lot of stock into bigs. Um, you know, as, as good as Davis is, you know, he's had injury issues. Cousins obviously has had his injury issues. Um, you know, we've seen Cousins and Davis play together. Of course, they have LeBron there. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's it's going to be an interesting team. You know, I'm looking forward to watching everything. Um, mm-hmm. And and really, I just I don't really have a sense of who's the best team in the Western Conference. It might well be Denver at this point. Who have, could be? Yeah, I mean they they were good. Portland is you know coming back too. They made the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. last year. Um, you know, I think that it, the 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 book. Everybody's saying that um, Russell, who the uh, the Warriors acquired. Um, you know, you know, everybody seems to think that he's not going to be a fit there. I think everybody's going to be a fit. I think Steve Kerr will get that team going. I don't think that. Yeah, the Warriors. I saw like in the odds earlier this week, the Warriors dropped to like fifth in the Western Conference odds. I don't think they're. Come on, man. I mean, they still have they still have the core that won the finals. They still have uh, Clay and Steph Curry and uh, Draymond Green and Russell's. I don't think going to be bad. I think he's going to be good in that system. So. I mean, they're still going to have and, – and they're going to be playing with the trip on their shoulder too uh, yeah, because everybody's counting them wanna, out.
0: Yeah, they definitely want to show some stuff. And they've lost some bench presence. But, I mean, I don't know if that bench presence was long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but Quinn Cook was a good player for them. He's with the Lakers now. That was right. a good pickup for them. Um, but they've lost uh, Livingston and Iguadala And, mm-hmm. you know, Clay won't be back until March um, if everything goes correctly. So, yeah. Um, We'll, we'll see, but I think Russell is a good fit, and um, you know, obviously, he wants to have a good year. That's a good place to live and a good, a good franchise to be with. I'd like, I think he'd like to stick around. If not, they'll use him as a trade piece mm-hmm. um, before the trade deadline. Um, yeah, it's an open an open year, and you know, some teams that did go far. Aren't bringing back necessarily the same teams they had last right. year. I mean, Portland did lose a lot. Milwaukee lost Malcolm Brogdon, which is a big deal, and Niccolo Miritich, who decided to go and play in Europe um, for a crazy deal. <laughs> um, so he, you know, he gave up on NBA money to go, you know, make some European money and get paid. But you know, um, he was a big piece of their their team too so i think it's really really wide open this year and i know the lakers they definitely were looking to add some more shooting and we're hoping jj reddick would Mm. go there but you know kyle Corver's still out there they can bring him in um for a little bench shooting um there's there's some stuff they can do um but i think the pelicans are going to be a really fun team to watch um zion needs to get on a weight plan oh my gosh he's been taking taking advantage of the the gumbo and the <laughs> fried shrimp in, uh, in new orleans a little bit too much that's
1: been, my, bit, that's been my that's been my it is a little
0: too heavy for me and he looks heavier than he did at duke and i and i still you know i said this from the beginning he's too heavy to, for those knees Mm-hmm. Um, to be dunking that hard and playing that hard, he needs to, he needs to get down in the one in the two, you know, two fifty-five, two sixty range. not
1: yeah, a little bit two
0: eighty-five, two ninety.
1: A little bit too it's much to Heavy. A little bit too much torque on that. I mean, like I, I agree. I mean, that's been my big, um, my big hesitation with with Zion is, you know, I give you a little bit of, uh, you know. um. Leeway when you're in college because you do have coursework to do. Even if you're a guy, um, you're getting three, you have to stay eligible academically. So, you know, you have to, you have other requirements. But when you get to the NBA and your one job is to be on the floor and in the best shape as possible. Do it right. I we always make fun of Sam, you and me, we always make fun of punters and kickers in the NFL that like come Mm -hmm. out and they're fat, you know, and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. It's like you have access to the best physical trainers in the country, the best nutrition plans, the best, um, um, you know, uh, you know, physical therapy if needed, you have the access to the best (laughs) equipment and facilities get in shape how hard is that all you have to do is work seriously it's like a one to two hour workout
0: your nine to five is 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 working on your body oh man you know like if we can get it in and we're working nine to five and raising kids i mean yeah you know i don't understand these guys that just can't can't get it together yeah
1: and and you know if you're really to me it's a commitment issue right it's i don't see it at, at, at much different than if you were um If you're a sales guy and you're not dialing the phone, I don't see it as Mm -hmm. different as, you know, if you're, you know, a CEO and you decide to roll in at 10 in the morning and leave at three in the afternoon, you know, like it's, it's a, if you're in, you're in, if you're not all in, then you're doing your team a disservice. So I actually feel a little bit of guilt for my group of guys that I'm playing with. I just right. I don't understand the lack of fitness there, and I completely agree with you, dude. That need needs to get like you know on the elliptical after practice or something, and um, you know get with a nutritionist and figure it out. Because look, you know when you're young, as Sam, as you and I know, we're uh, we're in our upper thirties at this point, but you know when you're young. And you're a little bit overweight. You know, you're always just like, ah, you know, I can, I can drop those fifteen, you know, in a in a month or two. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, now, like, I'm trying to lose, you know, fifteen pounds, and it's going to take me probably. I'm on like a four or five month plan of re- of really being kind of dialed in. It's harder, man. And mm-hmm. um, you know, when he gets twenty five, twenty six, if he's still dealing with this stuff, I mean, he could, he could. You know, you know, like you said, get injured, or he could be slower. He might not have the uh, the rebound, the not um, basketball rebound, but like the ability to kind of refresh your body. Ooh. It's it causes a lot of issues. But you know, enough of that. I do think New Orleans would be interesting. Um, I think New or- New Orleans will be in the playoffs next year. They'll be an exciting team, and I do think that they're set and primed to to basically be, you know, a, a possible like dynastic company or um. um uh team if they can kind of keep together and keep developing we'll see i mean they have the talent to do it let's see if people can bring them on but yeah man it's it's wide open who do you think it, it, oh and, and sorry you've said something about golden state too can you imagine okay so clay comes back in like march right let's just say that steph and that team together they get into the playoffs as like a like a five seed do you really want to be playing that Golden State Warriors team with a healthy clay now integrated into that line? Can you imagine like if Houston is the one seed and then they have to deal with the Warriors as like a five or a four or something like that in the second round of the playoffs? Right, right. Brutal. Brutal.
0: Well, and you know Steph is Steph is gonna be ready too. Yeah. I mean, this this is gonna be prime Steph here. I wouldn't I would not put it past him to be in the MVP hunt. This year, because yeah, totally. he's you know he was a good teammate and you know he did take kind of a backseat to Kevin Durant and I think that now he's going to be like okay you guys are counting us out you're counting me out anything and saying that we're done he's going to have every you know and Steve Kerr's a great coach like they're gonna they're gonna be ready and you know it. I would not be surprised if they're a top four, you know, Western Conference team
1: this year. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me either. Who do you think yeah. will win? Like, who would be your favorite <laughs> if you had to pick today? If I had to
0: pick today, like if I was a betting man,
1: yeah, like I want to win. Yeah, exactly. If you were a betting man, who would, you, who would you throw money down on today? If you had like a like $100, bucks, you are going to pick one team today. Regardless of odds, who just do you think will, will get through to the finals? And assuming man, everybody's completely healthy throughout the whole game. This
0: year. is the toughest thing, I man. Um, I'm going to say it depends on home court, but if Milwaukee can get home court, I will give them the edge.
1: And who do you think is coming if, out of Western? the lakers really i do man wow wow i if i had to if i had to pick today um i would take milwaukee as well and i will actually take the clippers okay i mean who knows Clippers they're,
0: are really deep they're really deep um Doc I, just Rivers need see, is... I need to see i need to see paul george
1: like it's fair. a
0: big because i really think he's his shoulders more messed up than than anyone really knows mm. besides him <laughs> so and the uh training staff at the oklahoma city there.
1: yeah yeah sure <laughs> yeah. um it's gonna be but really it's open interesting. man it's open this wide is gonna open be a really
0: it's gonna be a really good season
1: i can't remember the nba being really being this wide open this transparent
0: yeah i mean yeah like it's crazy like it's the you know um it's so so open and the you know because there's even good young scrappy teams you know like we talk about we talk about you know the pelicans atlanta atlanta is gonna be a good team you know um you know, my buddy Chandler just got traded to oh, Atlanta. Right. and yep. you know, he's you know, he's excited. That's a that's a good young scrappy team that that really wants to get good, you know. Um the magic brought a bunch, but you just never know. I mean, there's there's gonna be some good teams that are left out of the playoffs this year. Um and no one, you know, I think you know, you 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 hit on the nuggets, but that's a team not a lot of people are talking about and I think they love that. Yeah, You know, they kind of want to go under the radar and, you know, be like, and don't forget about us and we're, we're good, you know, and that's another team get home court advantage. They're a tough team to play. And, you know, when you have to play up in the mountains, you know, for a playoff series, you know, um, so we'll see, we'll see how it all, how it all shakes out.
1: Well, I know we'll be talking about it, um, you know, in the weeks coming up too. And of course, you know, Sam, you and I are eagerly, eagerly awaiting, uh, the, uh, the start of Hard Knocks um, on HBO, that should be coming, I think, in the next couple of weeks here. Uh, teams, I think, mm-hmm. get into camp around the 20th or something like that. I imagine uh, the first Hard Knocks, I know the, the premiere date's released, I just haven't looked it up. It's either going to be that week or the week after, so we got a lot of content because we got a lot of mileage out of uh, Cleveland <laughs> last year, and I know I, I, I think we'll get possibly even more mileage out of Oakland this year. I cannot wait for that. And I know you can't either, man. I love that. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Gosh, it was like a a dream come true. You and me, man, we've been saying that since, like, March. It's got to be Oakland. It's got to be Oakland. And we ended up getting our wish. That's great. Um, Yeah, hey, everybody... uh, you know, I'm glad we had a wild couple of weeks, and I'm glad Sam and I got a chance to talk about the NBA because I thought this is a, a really good, interesting, and, and fun discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll keep it going over the next couple of weeks. And uh, thanks so always for listening, and go out. Uh, be good, everyone. Be good.